I didn't know I was supposed to respond to that. I didn't know if you were starting the podcast. Oh, yes. This is how how we do it. Oh, wonderful. Okay. Awkwardly. Hi. Welcome to you, my guests, and hello to my listeners, our listeners. You're listening to LMNOP. Um, It's a podcast about the greatest show on television, Elementary. Hmm? You said said Elementary? Or um, what did you say? Hmm? Huh? Oh, uh yeah that's what i said it's about a detective he's a little quirky it's about a yeah a, l- a little quirky he's, he's from a major american city or operating uh-huh. in a ma- major american city uh-huh uh-huh yeah, yeah. elementary yep G- good so <laughs> <laughs> today we're talking about uh elementary season two episode 13 all in the family uh gabagool so oh wait a second I I thought we were I thought we were talking about All in the Family season two episode thirteen Christmas Day at the Bunkers. Oh, huh? I may have watched the wrong show. Oh no. Well, we'll talk about we'll talk about that instead. You'll just have to walk me through it. Yeah, we yeah we, we can talk about All in the Family the uh the, the very bad show. I watched about five minutes <laughs> of it as a goof. It's not not a good show. Is it like a sitcom? It's a sitcom from the seventies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the the main character of Archie Bunker is very racist and sexist and everything. Cool. Which is, they're supposed to be making fun of him, Mm -hmm. but uh, he did become uh, just kind of an icon in America because people identified with him. Is it kind of a Rick and Morty type situation? Uh, Breaking Bad situation? I I guess, yeah, where the, the protagonist is just a piece of shit. Yeah, he's supposed to suck and everyone was like, this guy rules! Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well let's introduce ourselves and then we can talk all about all in the family the very good show that i love to watch i'm val flight cub aka extra extravagant tony i'm argyle aka oceanic An- antonio <laughs> hey um, i want to apologize hey. in, in advance for the italiophobia that i will be committing in this episode it is a for goof. Um, <laughs> so, Argyle, have you ever had you ever seen um, Elementary before? I'd never seen Elementary before. I started watching this. What um, did you think of this episode? I liked it a lot. Uh, I actually, since uh, we delayed this recording, I went back and I watched the first couple episodes of the show. Nice. And we'll hopefully watch more. You know, I'm just bad at watching yes. things, but uh, yeah, no, I, I really liked it. I think this is a good one to. I wouldn't say, you know, hey, if you're going to start the series, you should start with season two, episode 13, All in the Family. <laughs> I would say I lucked out in picking this one because it's not overly connected to the, to like any other, any like larger plot lines. Yes, yes. Um, it does have a connection with the, the Marcus, like what what happened to Marcus previously. Mm-hmm. Um, I did, I did read the wiki, uh, like synopses uh, up to mm-hmm. this point in the series so i kind of have a like 
some idea of what's going on. Yeah, I think that's like that's the level of connectedness it is to the rest of the plot is like like with last episode where it was like really Moriarty heavy and everything like it it hits better if you have seen all of the other episodes leading up to it. But like this one is pretty self-contained. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I mean, you you hit the ground running with this episode because just <laughs> this is one of my favorite episode openings um, so far. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's it's a, a really strong opening where just the, the second uh, the episode starts is just Sherlock going, give me your leg. Give me your leg for the last time. Leg. Yeah, I, I wish Sherlock would say that to me. Um, <laughs> would you give him your leg? If he asked nicely. Mm. I don't think he would. I don't think he would be nice about it. But Yeah, he's, he doesn't seem like the, the most tactful person. <laughs> so he's in a tuxedo. They are in the police station. Um, and Joan is in like a fancy dress as well. It's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, for the last time, give me your leg. And the suspect is like, what? What are you talking about? What's happening? And so basically, you know, this is one of these in, in media res kind of situations mm-hmm. where um, we've just caught the tail end of a case and there's like, all there's been all these thefts at a museum since this guy was the security guard there. And like, they've tracked down the, whoever was his, you know, fence and they saw her tip him off at the gallery opening. That's why they're dressed up fancy, whatever, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And they're like... So we have a court order for your leg. You have to give it to us. Yeah, he he has a prosthetic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as as soon as Sherlock gets his hands on it, he opens it up. It has a hidden yes. compartment. Yes, kind of suspicious. You might be able to fit perhaps a Faberge egg in there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and then uh, the the asshole NYPD guy, Detective mm-hmm. Nash, is like, "I can take it from here, Sherlock. Don't worry, I got it." I know. I couldn't uh, believe. I like. He's like. Why don't you leave me alone with our detect- our suspect for a little bit here? And I was just like, are you going to beat this guy up? He already gave you his leg. Like, what are you doing? Well, I think it's really just like Nash just wants to take the credit for closing the case at yeah. this point. Now that Sherlock's done all the work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Detective Nash is notably not Detective Bell, which is his worst quality. So <laughs> Yes. Yeah, so they they leave him with, with the, the leg. With the leg. Oh, yeah, they, they take the leg. And... Uh, mm-hmm. The suspect's like, wait, can I have my leg back? And Sherlock's like, no, bye. Bye, I'm taking this. <laughs> so they go over to Captain to complain about this detective because apparently in this case, he's like whiffed it. He didn't like look into this suspect well enough or whatever. So it took them a long time to figure out it was him and all this stuff. Yeah, Nash Nash fucked it all up. Mm-hmm. And, now, and now that they have actually found the real perp, Nash is stepping in to, again, close the case, take the credit. Mm-hmm. And Gregson says like, you, you've gone through, like, half of the guys at the department, like, since yeah. Bell left. Nobody wants to put up with you two fucking morons. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you're going to have to find something to do before you just run out of, like, detectives to work with. Yeah, yeah. And Sherlock is like, will you do it, Captain? Can we just work with you and you'll start doing more cases again? He's like, No what <laughs> no i i have like a lot of important paperwork to do that's not how it's not how being a captain works <laughs> yeah so he's like okay why don't you guys go crash a prom or something and um we go to the next scene which is oh and he mentions um they've run through like half the squad since bell transferred to demographics yes so this actually happened like 
this happened off screen, basically, because Deputy Commissioner De Silva like approached Bell and was like, I'm part of this racist unit. We do profiling. And yeah. And Bell is like, huh, I don't know. But now it's just like, anyway, yeah, he joined that. So that's where he is. Yeah. Can we talk about, the, can, can I talk about the work that Bell is doing? The yes. good work that Bell is doing for the Ooh. demographics unit uh, now? Yeah. So you, you read an article about this? Yeah. I, I, I read a couple things about uh, the demographics unit. This is, uh, these excerpts that I'm about to read are from a New York Times article from April of 2014. So actually just a couple months after this episode aired. Oh. Um uh New York drops unit that spied on Muslims. That's that's the headline. Oh. Um good. The the New York police police department has abandoned a secretive program that dispatched plainclothes detectives into Muslim neighborhoods to eavesdrop on conversations and build detained Jesus. files on where people ate, prayed and shopped, the department said. Um, Jesus. Yeah. To many Muslims, the squad known as the Demographics Unit was a sign that the police viewed their every action with suspicion. The police mapped communities inside and outside the city and even outside the state of New York, logging where customers in traditional Islamic clothes ate meals and documenting their lunch counter conversations. Jesus. Uh, the Demographics Unit was the brainchild of the Central Intelligence Agency officer Lawrence Sanchez, who helped establish it in 2003 while working at the police department while he was still on the spy agency's payroll. Boo, Lawrence. We don't like your idea. Uh, boo, Lawrence. Boo the CIA. The CIA, which uh, is not supposed to spy on Americans or perform mm -hmm. like espionage actions on American soil, yep. uh, did help make this demographics unit or the zone assessment unit. <sighs> In 2003, and it was completely secret, like, this was, this was not known, like, publicly known until 2011 when the, uh, Associated Press reported on it. Jeez. And even then, of course, the NYPD denied its existence for a little bit before it just kind of com got completely blown open. Yeah. Wow. So the CIA was like, we can't spy on U.S. citizens, but if we did, it would look like this. If we did, we would get uh, the NYPD to do it for us. Mm -hmm. uh, the goal was to identify the mundane locations where would-be terrorists could blend into society. Plainclothes detectives looked for hot spots of radicalization that might give the police an early warning about terrorist plots. Uh -huh. The squad, which typically consisted of about a dozen members, focused on 28, quote, ancestries of interest. Oh, yeah. Detectives were told to chat up the employees at Muslim-owned businesses and gauge sentiment about American foreign policy through maps and photographs. The police noted where Albanian men played chess in the afternoon, where Egyptians played soccer, and where South Asians played cricket. Uh, after years of what collecting information, however, the police acknowledged that it never generated a lead. So all of this surveillance, all of Not this like wanted. baseless suspicion. Against, you know, millions of um, Muslim people in New York, and it, it, it is always Muslims. There are mm -hmm. They had specific exclusions for, say, uh, Coptic Christians or uh, Iranian Jews. Mm -hmm. It just came up with completely nothing. Who could have guessed? So they just spent millions of dollars to pay some people to be racist. Millions of dollars, millions of man hours, just monitoring people, uh, mosques, student groups, uh, getting information on where they live, their phone numbers, mm -hmm. their internet history, just all that shit for no reason. No, no gain. Jesus. Didn't prevent shit. That fucking sucks. 
Anyways, that's wow. what Marcus, our friend Marcus Bell is doing now. Our good friend Marcus. So this is, yeah, this is a TV show about the police. So obviously this demographics unit does have, does get some results sometimes. Oh, and uh, I, I do want to say, if you want to read more about that, the Associated Press, uh, they they broke that story and they have a ton of, a ton of articles about it and like actual documents obtained from the NYPD. So yeah, give that give that a look if you want to just uh chill your fucking skeleton out of your body. <laughs> did they disma- disband it completely? Oh, yeah, they they did disband the demographics unit in 2014. Um this is not to say that the NYPD does not still do activities like that. No, they just stopped having a specific department yeah, for they just did that. Yeah, they did shit they did shit like that before and they are almost certainly still doing shit like that today. Um, mm-hmm. It's just that the the subsection of the intelligence unit called the demographics unit does no not exist anymore, or the zone assessment unit does not exist anymore. Mm. Wow, wow! <laughs> I wonder if this episode had anything to do with it. <laughs> Sorry, uh, yeah, it was it was CBS Elementary that that made them disband. No, it but uh, <laughs> yeah, they saw the episode where Sherlock says that the demographics unit is lame and for nerds, and they were like, damn. We can't do this anymore. He called us and a nerd. <laughs> so now that we have that in mind, we go to the fictional demographics unit where um, Deputy Commissioner De Silva is like dishing out people's assignments for the day. And he gets to Bell last and he's like, Bell, the guy who thinks he's so smart. So he's gonna smart. Bet against, yeah, bet against the fucking New York Knickerbockers. How dare you? Let's go, Knickerbockers. Love the Knickerbock- Knickerbockers. Yeah. Um, so he says, you guys get uh, the shitty assignment of going to an oil refinement place because an old man said that he saw someone with dark features dropping off a barrel of oil. Yeah. Uh, so great. Um, apparently, this is what their tips are. Is just, I saw a non-white person doing something. I Suspicious. I'm suspicious of it. I mean, yeah, it doesn't seem too far <laughs> off from what the, the real unit did. Right. I saw a non-white person going to the grocery store. Be- better write that down. Uh, yeah, Be- Bell heads out to this oil company. I love his coat. He's got huge fucking shoulders on this coat. The the drip. <laughs> yes. Oh, you um, you might not know this, but so Bell is shorter than the other characters. Mm-hmm. The guy who plays him is 5'5". Five five. Damn. Yeah. Okay. It might, so that just might be a regular size coat. <laughs> Short king. Short king. Um, yeah, he's got a he's got a nice little pea coat because apparently it's cold and his like his partner is immediately like, well, it's freezing. I'm going to go inside and look at the security tapes. Goodbye. And then mm-hmm. we never see her for the rest of the episode. Yeah. So they're, they're rolling around all these barrels in this place. So it's like, well, this could be anything. But uh mm-hmm. And particularly, they've got these green ones for, like, hazardous substances. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so Marcus takes a look around at these, kind of goes knocking on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, of, one of them's not full of, like, liquid and shit. Yeah. One of them is seemingly empty, or at least not holding, not not full of a liquid or something. Yeah, it's like, bonk, 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 bonk. Yeah, he, he opens up, he gets the worker to open up the barrel, and inside is... A fucking decapitated and handless body. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. <laughs> Fuck. It was so gross. They only show it for like a couple seconds, but I was like, oh shit, should I like be giving 
warnings to the guests that like, hey, I hope you're okay with gore. <laughs> like, it's fine. But- it, it was funny. I wasn't expecting it, but it, it was pretty funny to see it. I was like, oh, fuck. I didn't know this was that kind of show. Yeah. Yeah. It normally isn't. This is like, that's like the bloodiest it gets, really, is like y- seeing blood on something. But like, we don't see it for that long. Anyway. So Belle, of course, calls up the 11th precinct and, and says, we got to get Captain Gregson and maybe Sherlock. Not that I care about. I'm not thinking about Sherlock. Um, not, not, not that I want him here or anything. Not that not I think that- he would be, you know. I want to work with him again. Fucking Baka. <laughs> yeah. And then, unfortunately, you got the short intro today, so... Yeah, no, well, since I watched the first couple episodes, I did see... I have seen the full intro. The, yes. The whole group Goldberg machine. It's cute. It's, it's good, right? Yeah. I like it. So, when we come back for the intro, Sherlock and Joan are there, and Captain, and um, they're talking about the barrels, and um, Sherlock says to Belle, like, wow, so how did you figure out which barrel was, like, was different? And Bill just goes, my eyes? <laughs> I use my eyes. Well, well, like, th- well this one looks, look uh, it, it's, like, slightly different. It's, like, rustier, it's older than the other barrels, and it's got a fresh coat of paint on it. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. But you can tell he's just, like, being frosty towards Sherlock. Yeah. And Sherlock is trying to be like, hey, our common interest yeah, he's, Sherlock's trying to be kind of chummy, and and Bell's completely blowing him off. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, I heard your your demographics unit. Like, that's pretty interesting experiment. Kind of cool." And Bell is just like glaring at him. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So since his body, no head, no hands, no dental <laughs> records, no fingerprints. Uh. There's not really any way to identify who it is. But uh, Sherlock immediately starts going about doing his thing. Mm-hmm. Um. He, he he scrapes some uh paint off of the barrel. Finds out that it's actually sky blue underneath. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and then Joan is just like, oh, I know who this is. <laughs> yeah. I love this. Joan, like, looks at the guy's knee, and he has, like, a scar from knee surgery. And she's like, mm-hmm. this is Handsome Bobby. Yeah, this is Handsome handsome Bobby Par- Pardillo. You can tell by how handsome he is in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can tell. He's got, he's got a really handsome, like, chest and torso area. Yeah, really great. <laughs> really dashing you can tell you can tell so they, they're in the captain's office and uh, joan is explaining you know what she's figured out so she's like this guy handsome bobby pardillo is the son of robert pardillo senior um who's like a, the head of the mob daddy pardillo daddy pardillo um and she says you know oh well he you know he famously got kneecapped by teddy ferrara the Big Teddy, hey. big, te- big Teddy, and this is standard operating procedure for uh, the button men of the Ferrara family. And and Sherlock is just like, "Who are you right now? What are you? Do- <laughs> Who what? are you? Are you? Were you in the mob? What, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, like why do you know uh, all this lingo? Yeah, she 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 says she grew up in Queens, and all of her friends were like, "Oh, my dad's my dad's in the mob." Oh. <laughs> yeah. So she she read the newspapers and like kind of kept up with the mob business because it was just so fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but but these days of course, you know, uh after, you know, uh NYPD and FBI crackdowns on organized crime, uh the mob is kind of a a relic. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really exist. It isn't much of a threat to anybody. So Yeah. Why why would they be like executing Bobby Pardillo at this day and age? Right, cuz he's been like he's been missing for like decades. Yeah, since um. since that case against since like a big case against his father got dismissed. Mm-hmm. Uh, handsome Bobby has been missing 21 mm-hmm. years. Yes. 
And also Captain makes a, a comment like, oh, Sherlock, I'm surprised you like you weren't following that story. And Sherlock's like, I probably was, but I just didn't keep the information in my brain because my brain is like an addict because I'm smart. So mm-hmm. I get rid of all of the stuff that's not important, like the mob. Um, this is also, this is an introduction of uh, a great part of Joan's personality, which like comes up later in another episode that Sherlock refers to as her childhood fetish. <laughs> <laughs> For the for the mob? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wonderful. I think it might be on that level of like, you know that, that post that's like, oh, my mom thinks that fetish means pet peeve. Yeah. And she uses it wrong all the time. Just like, oh, that's my <laughs> fetish. <laughs> like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Or yeah, just like an, an interest yeah. or any sort of thing. Yeah, I think that's what Sherlock kind of is using it to mean. But anyway. I, I think he probably knows. There's no way he doesn't know that what he's saying. He, he means it like... Yeah, yeah. He's like, Joan, you might think that you just thought it was interesting, but I know. You were in grade school, and you were a little freak. Weird. Anyway, so then they bring in Robert Pardillo Sr. Yeah, to, to identify the body. And he says, yeah. Do you think you'd be able to do this? ID somebody without their head or their hands? Uh, if it was like... Yeah, if it was like one of my family members, probably. Hmm. Anyway, I don't want to think about that. I don't know why I asked that. <laughs> he says, yeah, this this is my boy, Handsome Bobby. Look at how handsome he is. Ooh. Look at him. Now oh. he's handless. No. No. <laughs> His best feature is gone. He ain't got some hands no more. <laughs> so he's like, my Bobby was a good boy. He was biding his time, laying low. He was a good boy, staying up in Albany, but he still kept in touch Mm -hmm. with his papa. (laughs) We would FaceTime. No. Um, We would do the FaceTime. No, he he says, yeah, Bobby, he was so fucking smart. He would disguise his emails as insurance spam. Mm -hmm. And we will see these emails later, and I do do want to talk about them. Okay. Uh, (laughs) I love it. Yeah. Handsome Bobby. Smart guy, really extremely smart genius. Um, <laughs> Quite the head on that sh- on his shoulders when he had <laughs> when it was there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very forgetful though. You know, if his head wasn't screwed on, he'd forget <laughs> it. Um, so, and he says, "Hey, I'm a normal law-abiding citizen. I'm a legitimate mm-hmm. businessman. But if I wasn't, oh, these." these mutts who killed my my son who killed my handsome son they'd be dead in the ground tomorrow yeah anyways later (laughs) yeah Yeah, well anyway i'm gonna go do some normal stuff and not break the law i'm gonna go do some legitimate business (laughs) bafangul hey uh so (laughs) so so sherlock is like all right that didn't really help uh guess we gotta look for some more leads yeah so he goes to ask uh deputy commissioner de silva of the demographics unit mm-hmm. uh, like who gave the tip off but it, it was anonymous because they are accepting anonymous tips because nobody wants to be called racist mm-hmm. because they, they 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 did racial profiling <laughs> oh, no. just because they were being racist oh i saw a brown person <laughs> pushing a barrel oh yeah he's like ah sorry we never write it down and also the ip is untraceable or the the phone it was from a it's from payphone sorry so he uh deputy commissioner is like well here you can try this and you can drop my name maybe these text will have a little more information for you or something mm-hmm. Sherlock's like well thank you and you know I'm here kind of to return the favor for you I want I want to say I am at your disposal as well I love what you're doing here 
<laughs> I, I'm a big fan as a, of the demographics unit. As a British person, person, you know, we invented racism. I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, Bell returns to his desk and sees... Sherlock like shaking hands with De Silva and then like and leaving and Bell's like oh what the heck and he chases after him and he's like why are you here what are you doing Sherlock's like I love the demographics unit it's great yeah I'm working here now me and Joan we we're gonna we're gonna split our time between Captain Gregson's unit and here mm-hmm. and Bell is like what why why you Sherlock's like well you're doing this to piss me off aren't you <laughs> yeah and he's like no no we're we're professionals aren't we can't we work together professionally and bill is like it's not that we can't it's that i don't want to yeah (laughs) and sherlock's like well don't you think it'll be really useful for all of the detectives or should i say analysts that work in your department you nerds freaking number crunchers who love your calculators so much Mm -hmm. He, he he says like we should have an airing of grievances and bell is like why would you be upset with me and Sherlock's like, because you didn't accept my apology. Gosh. And you should. <laughs> Which is not really how it works, but uh, Sherlock doesn't really know any better. So, mm-hmm. yeah, basically, so they're, it's, they don't resolve it. They're <laughs> both still mad at each other. Yeah. So we go back to the brownstone. Yeah, we were, we were back in the brownstone. Joan is has been reading, like, mob files mm-hmm. and comes up with who might have been the guy who killed Handsome Bobby. Mm-hmm. A one Dante Scalise, a capo in the Mm. Ferrara family. Yes. Using uh, a reasoning based on what Big Pardillo said Mm -hmm. about uh, pertaining to the the burial traditions of Jewish people because (laughs) Scalise, and calling him a mutt because Scalise is half Israeli on his mom's side. He's like upset that his son didn't get a proper burial. And then he's like, you know, because if I I was not a law-burning citizen, you know, the mutt that did this would be in the ground tomorrow. And Joan is like, well, you know, maybe he called the person of mud because he's half Italian, half Israeli. And in the ground tomorrow is actually very respectful to Jewish burial traditions where you're supposed to bury the body like as soon as possible. So yeah, look, he hates the guy for being half Jewish, but he does respect his burial like <laughs> uh, customs. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, I wouldn't be this rude to somebody I murdered. But uh, also Dante Scalise, when the police investigated the restaurant that he owns, this big blue barrel was being used to store grease in the back. The same one that we found at the oil place. Yes, so. exactly. Also, while, while Joan has been doing that, she calls Sherlock up to t- explain what she what she found. And he comes up and he's got like big rubber gloves and a uh, plastic apron on. And he just looks like, mm-hmm. you know, his mad scientist self. And she's like, should I be scared of what's happening? And he's like, oh, I've just been trying to reproduce the pr- trajectory of the blow and the blah, blah, blah. Um, I just think it's funny. He always looks funny when he's wearing his like yeah. murder science experiment outfit. Yeah, I forgot. What, what what was he doing in this scene? So he's like, I figured if you're going to chop off somebody's head, but you don't want to get sprayed with blood. Oh, right, right, right. You're yeah. going to have to have it like, you got to have them at a lower angle from you. And like, so he's like, for the last half hour, I've been chopping at a ham hock. Yeah. And I figured out that the person must be tall and like must have left handed. Yeah. So mm-hmm. just more evidence. To match Joan's theory, yeah, so possible. So they've got their suspect. They, they they go to yeah they go they got their suspect. So they go to his house and start rooting around in his trash like raccoons. Mm-hmm. They don't find anything in the trash. No, because he like me uh, forgets to take his trash out all the time. Yeah. So all, all the trash is like a, a week old. Yeah, no, I, I have done that this week. I, I forgot to take the trash <laughs> out. It just it, you know 
it gets you get behind. It's it's not that hard to what, fall behind one week, and then you got all, then you just got so much trash, not enough evidence for the people investigating you for murder. Yeah. So then uh, then a, a dog barks at them, and they're like, "Oop, let's leave." And they go to run away, but he he like comes out of his house and sees them, and he's like, "Hey." Hey, what are you doing doing here? Hey. You stealing my trash? You got a a warrant to look at my trash? (laughs) Which I think you don't actually have to have. I think you can, you're allowed to look through people's trash. I assume not. But, well, I mean, they asked to, like, go in his house. And he's like, you don't have a warrant. Yeah, yeah. I do have an alibi for whenever Bobby was murdered. And I have an alibi for whatever day you care to name, Mm -hmm, in fact. mm -hmm. So, you know, get out of here. You get, get out of here. Yeah. Get out of here, kid. (laughs) And uh, as they're leaving, they're like, well, that was kind of a bust. I don't think we're going to really get anything from him. And Mm -hmm. Sherlock is like, I don't think that guy's going to spend a day in prison. And then Mm -hmm. as they're walking away, Scalise gets into his car and the car immediately explodes when he turns it on. (laughs) And they turn around and Sherlock's like, well... I was right. <laughs> what? Well, yeah. What did I just tell you, Joan? <laughs> <laughs> so we get Captain um, on the scene. You know, every the people that come when a car explodes. You know, mm-hmm. Joan and Captain are talking about it, and he's like, you know, this is probably payback for the Pardillo. You know, for Bobby Pardillo, and okay, so we may have just like solved who the murderer was of that body, but. We might have a mob war on our hands, like, pretty soon. Yeah, and uh, Dante's car was blown up by a common demolition compound. Mm -hmm. And since, like, all the construction companies use it, including the ones that Daddy Pardillo owns, Mm -hmm. it's basically impossible to trace. Right, right, right. It's like if he was killed with, like, a hammer. Yeah. Like, everyone has one. So they go inside because Sherlock has found... um, a dissolved skull piece yeah. under the sink. Yeah, he was, he was he was rooting around under underneath the sink, and he found a bucket filled with battery acid with just a, a little <laughs> yeah. a little bit of Bobby's skull sticking out. It's a very uh-huh. handsome bit of skull. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, we're lucky that he's so handsome and had such a big brow ridge because you know it was the last thing to dissolve. Mm-hmm. But that's not the only thing he found. He also found a file just sitting around mm-hmm. uh, with these emails in them. But between uh, Handsome Bobby and his his father. No, they're probably just insurance spam. It's probably emails. just insurance spam emails. Uh, but no, you can t- you can take a look at them and like the first it, the way they have done it is that the first like sentence or two will be like get a, a handsome timeshare in Tampa, Florida right now, or like get mm-hmm. a, a great deal on car insurance, uh, and then like. After those first two sentences, it'll just be like, hey, hey, dad, you doing all right? I I sure could use some money. It's me, handsome Bobby, your son. I'm living up in Albany, New York at this address. Don't, I hope nobody kills me. Your son, who's been, who's been hiding out from the police for 21 years? It's me, it's Bobby. You remember me? Yeah. Amazing. Uh, And then, yeah, and then his dad will do the same thing back and be like, hey, it's me, your father. Here's that money ass. (laughs) So glad that I named you the same thing because then my name is Bobby Pardillo Sr. and yours is Bobby Pardillo Jr. It's just fun for me to say, son. Yeah, they they sign their emails R and B, Robert and Bobby. The the email address that Bobby is using is insurance underscore deal at oday uh odker o-d-k-e-r dot com wow if you type in that url odker.com that'll go to viacomcbs.com wait that's crazy because odker is like the that is something that is like a through i'm i'm 
Wow. My my brain is being exploded right now because... Hey, go ahead. Tell me. Literally season seven, there's stuff about like this tech genius guy who he runs like basically like face boogle, you know, like it's <laughs> <Yeah>. like... <laughs> It's like the big internet thing, and it's yeah. it's Odker. Oh, okay. So they've had that. They've just had that the whole time. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Uh, yeah. So that'll go to ViacomCBS.com/slash/brand/slash/ViacomCBS-streaming, uh, and <laughs> so that you can watch Elementary. Yeah. So you can watch Elementary, and then uh, uh, Daddy Pardillo's email address is r.pardillo underscore two one seven eight at quicksender.com. That is quick with no c. Sender.com. Uh, and if you type that in, that'll just bring you to cbs.com. Nothing about the streaming. Hmm. <laughs> so for like the younger people, it's the streaming site. But for the older people that might. <laughs> yeah. If, if you're the handsome Bobby, if you have handsome Bobby's generation, you can go to you can go to the streaming website. But if you're, you know, mm-hmm. big Robert Sr., you know, you want to just where can I get a good cable deal for CBS? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's amazing. I love that attention to detail. That's so good. Well, I mean. I, I don't know if it's attention to detail. I mean, that's a joke. Well, no, I, I don't mean the generational thing. I just mean that, oh, like, the, the, that they the, made the, the actual, the URLs like a, lead to Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I assume they probably just have to buy these URLs if they feature them in the thing so that nobody buys them mm-hmm. on their own time and then, like, makes it go to, like, elementarysucks.org or whatever. <laughs> no! No, that's the last thing we wanted. <laughs> um, it's elementary smells good. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so those are the emails sherlock is like and i have found something very interesting about these emails mm-hmm. this these like email printouts that scalise had were supplied by the nsa yeah so i don't remember how he explains this but yeah he's he's got he's got emails and phone records and they've got like unique like number tags on the top that you only get when you're like pulling these things at the NSA or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they go to this um this office building that is definitely a normal office. Lantera Digital Solutions. Yes. And they're talking to this guy and he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm a baby. I- What's the NSA? I've never heard of that. What's that? That's nice sleepy time arrangement. Who's Edward Snowden? <laughs> what? <laughs> Edward Snowden? Edward exploded? He sounds like a nice guy, if you ask me. <laughs> He's like, we just make computer stuff, web apps or something. Mm-hmm. And Sherlock is like, I know that you're an NSA front. Stop lying. Can we just... I know that you're an NSA front. In fact, you're one of like a dozen that I found in New York in the last few months. So don't, <laughs> don't fuck around with me. Yeah, yeah. He's like, can we just all grow up, please? He's like, that, that's where he explains the thing about the code that you just said about the the little codes on the corner of the page, you know. Yeah. Then he says like my favorite line where he's like, I'm not I'm not an insane person. I'm normal, Mr. McNally. Do not I am regular. Please. I'm regular. He says, I'm not a deranged lunatic, but by all means, keep pushing me. And then gives him a little smile. Yeah. <laughs> You're not really making your case super well there, but okay. <laughs> I'm normal, Mr. McNally, but I could be most not normal if you want me to be. I very much would like to go apeshit if you if you make me. I'm sick of being nice. <laughs> the guy's like, well, um, I still don't know what you're talking about. I've never even heard the letters N, S, or A before, especially not in that, o- that order. So mm-hmm. I think you just got to leave. And Sherlock's like, okay, well, I'm going to sign you up for a plushie of the day mail service, but actually I'm going to sign you up for like a hundred of them and uh, have fun explaining to your bosses in the federal government why you love plushies so much in a sexual way. 
Bye. In a, yeah, in a sexual way. These are erotic plush toys. These erotic are adult adult style plushes. Mm. The got the strategic zipper placement on these plushes is very suggestive. Uh, okay. Uh, well, I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna bring up st- strategically placed <laughs> holes, but you know, I, I guess I guess. Who said that? I didn't say that. We, we don't yeah, have to yeah, talk about it. Yeah, you didn't say that. You said you said strategically placed zippers. It's completely different. <laughs> So, um, anyway, so, um, the show continues to be normal. Joan is at the police station. She gets into an elevator that Belle is also in. She's like, hey, what's up? And he's like, hey, don't work for the demographics unit. Hey, what the fuck? Hey, what the fuck? Yeah. And she's like, wait, what? We're doing what? Huh? He's like, yeah, can you just like, can you tell Sherlock to like, stop following me around? Like, I don't, I don't want to see him. Yeah, the, this is this is the first Jonas finding out about uh, the demographics unit thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Belle is there to like to talk to Captain about stopping Sherlock from Sherlock and Joan from doing this. Yes, and then Joan goes home to the brownstone and boom, 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 muffled explosion coming from the kitchen. Sherlock is uh, exploding things in a freezer. The kind of like comedy jumps around when he blows blows up in it. Yeah, so he's trying to find a match to you know find this explosion that smells the same as the one that was in Celise's car something like that and he's like I'm kind of getting nowhere though and Joan's like oh well why don't we go talk to our new boss why don't we ask our new best friend Deputy Commissioner Da Silva and Sherlock's like yeah I was gonna tell you and Joan's like well you should have because I would have told you I don't want to do that because demographic units sucks so it, Holmes does also imply during this conversation that he knows the truth but not behind the JFK assassination. <laughs> he does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What, he says, like, he's talking, he's talking about the mob being used by... By the CIA on a, on a, number, of, uh, a number of things and that some people even theorize that they were hired to uh, assassinate JFK, which they probably weren't. <laughs> and then he's like, the truth is actually much stupider. Yeah, the truth is much weirder. <laughs> have you have you seen that TikTok um, talking about how, like, the, the theory going around on TikTok right now is that it was, like, one of JFK's, like, security guys shot him by accident? Oh, uh, that, yeah, that's an old theory that, yeah, like, one of the CIA guys, like, either before, like, after the shot just kind of uh, accidentally blew his, blew his brains out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's a million different theories that you can hear. I'm not. I'm not surprised that TikTok's getting in on it. Yeah, yeah. It's funny too because like when stuff like that goes around on TikTok, it's like they have 60 seconds to explain the entire theory. So yeah. it's just them saying stuff. Like you could just say anything and just be like, "It was found that," and then just like a bunch of bunch of nonsense. People will be like, "Wow, that's really compelling evidence." Is <laughs> a story. Mm-hmm. It's a story. Uh, but it is true. So I was there. Um, I was there. Yeah, yeah, I was. I was in the seat next to JFK. I was, I was, I was sitting right next to Jackie O. Mm-hmm. You can see me in the in the Zapruder film. I was her hat. I was her pink little hat. Oh wow! I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. And then so this, I don't know if you could tell this from the Wikipedia article, but um, Sherlock and Bell. It's not addressed in the show as explicitly as it should be, but they are in love with each other, um, and they're boyfriends. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I th- yeah, I think the Wikipedia article left that part out. Yeah, it's just kind of or one like of these. The, or uh, well, CBSElementary.wikia.com left that that out. Mm. 
Yes. Well, it's like Joe said in the Discord. Um, it's because it's CBS stands for Cowardly Broadcasting Station. Yes. So this was just another, this was me pointing at the screen, like the Leonardo DiCaprio meme of like, it's proof. I know writers who use subtext and they're all cowards. Um, <laughs> because... Just kiss already. Yeah. Just kiss already. Come on. Come on. Because Joan is like, I know what this is really about. Like, you're not joining Demographics Unit because it's cool. You're, you want us to join Demographics Unit because Belle is there. You want, you want, yeah, you want to work with Belle again. You miss your boyfriend. Because she says, um, Detective Nash and the bu- Museum Thief, Peterson and the Somalian Chef. We've had one bad date after another. Which, yeah. c- sure, it's a figure of speech. Or is it? Or, yeah, or is it? Or is it? Don is like, I'm tired of wingmanning you. Just get back with your boyfriend, your ex-boyfriend. Please. He's I mad just... at you because he got shot. Right now, Sherlock gets a text and she's, he's like, oh, I got a, I can't say. Never mind. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got a weird text. Anyways, later. Can't tell you what it's about. <laughs> and he, he goes to meet uh, McNally from before, the, the guy who was is from the nsa who confirms it now Mm -hmm. because he's got like a frequency jammer and he's meeting in an unfinished like sewage treatment plant Mm -hmm. and he meets up with holmes and says yeah like the the information that you got it is legitimate it was supplied by the nsa Mm -hmm. but it it wasn't given to anybody in the mob we're not working with the mob or with like farrar or anyone yeah Uh, it was actually given to deputy commissioner da silva Yes, yes. And we we didn't really, like, bat an eye at him requesting this information because, I mean, he's the head of the the demographics unit. Like, who's gonna gonna question him? Yeah, demographics unit, NSA, they're basically the same. Yeah, hand in glove, Mm -hmm. pretty much. Pot, this is kettle, kettle meat pot. Mm -hmm. So De Silva, why would he want to get information about how to find Bobby Pardillo after all this time? Yeah. Weird. Yeah, who knows? Um, But, I mean, but this... Uh, this just piece of conjecture uh, or information from somebody who may or may not be an NSA agent. Mm-hmm. No, no real confirmation, and they they would deny it yeah. if they tried to bring it up in court. They, they they don't really have any actual evidence to get their hands on De Silva. Yeah. So then Sherlock is back at the Brownstone the next next morning, and he's brushing his teeth, which I just think is you know it's good to have good role models in television Mm -hmm. so you know he's telling joan what he what he's learned and she's like okay well the nsa might just be like yanking your chain also like this might just be because he didn't like the plushies that you kept sending him and so they're like yeah we'll need more concrete proof so then we cut to bell is there yeah bell's here and they're like will you help us please please just watch a movie dinner and then maybe you know get your boss (laughs) arrested just something (laughs) Some investigate and chill, <laughs> and he's like, "No, no, no pressure. No, you know nothing. You know if you don't want to, yeah." <laughs> he's like, uh, "No, I don't want to do that." So, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? Goodbye. Yeah, like please, I I have asked you. You know, I I have I I don't want you in the demographics unit. You're obviously doing this just to get a rise out of me. Like please, just I I don't want to see you anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even want to be friends anymore. Yeah. Goodbye. And then we do get a moment that kind of broke my brain a little bit because I thought I knew the out the uh, the layout of the apartment, but then they exit the kitchen one direction and they end up in a completely different spot than I thought that they would be, because um, it shows like the hall- him walking out of the kitchen and into the hallway and down to the. It's not important, but I did really 
I'm like questioning everything I've ever known. Fictional buildings have no like Euclidean layout in my mind. It's just like <laughs> yeah. I, I've I spent so many years watching sitcoms as a kid. It's just like, well, these rooms could be anywhere in relation to each other. It doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, for sure. Well, especially because this apartment is like so like compact. Like it's a little townhouse, right? So it's only yeah. so wide. And then, like, a couple seasons in, they introduce a basement apartment that had, like, never been there before. Just That's great. Like, just a recurring set now. It's just like, okay, whatever. So, Sherlock follows Belle on his way out. And Belle is like, what is going on with you? Like, why are you, like, obsessed with me? Like, what are you doing? And Sherlock's like, you're a detective. You're not an analyst. You're not a pencil yeah, pusher. Yeah, like, you're not meant to be, like, sitting at a desk doing racial profiling on people you're supposed to be out in the field doing racial profiling on people <laughs> with a gun in your hand uh yeah like he, he thinks that bell has what it takes to go back to captain Gregson's unit to, to major crimes yeah and he thinks actually that he never should have left in the first place he's like you could have yeah. stayed you know you could have done a desk job at major crimes yeah you could have ridden a desk until until you you got done with your rehab to which bell mm. says like how do you know I would have been done with my rehab? How do you, how do you know that there is an end point for that? Mm-hmm. And Sherlock says, because I have faith in you. Yeah. Yeah. He just screams this. Yeah. It's, it's, it's funny. Uh, kind of cute. I love it. This is, yeah, this is. He's bad in emotions. He's just yelling. <laughs> He's, just like- <laughs> He's riled up. Yeah. Yeah. This is like the, like when you accidentally blurt out that you love someone, like this is the Sherlock equivalent. I feel like, I don't know. <laughs> You're great. And you shouldn't punish yourself. It's not that I love you or anything, you baka. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he hits him on the head. Exactly. Bonk. And he says, you know, you don't have to be my friend, but like, don't punish yourself just because you think you're punishing me. Like, you know, he's like, the two reasons you could have left were because your pride couldn't stand being around me or because you like genuinely think that you can't you're not up to it anymore and like both of those things are wrong mm-hmm. and bell says like you know when i first saw you i was like wow that it comes easy to that guy um he meant he meant ladies whoa no he wasn't uh he was talking about detective work which is even more important yeah. than anything else in the world and um he's like sorry just doesn't come that easy to the to some of us you know mm-hmm. some of us have to put jokes in our dating profile so that people will swipe right on us okay (laughs) (laughs) and he turns to leave and this line is so huge because sherlock calls bell bell a hundred percent of the time there's a, a he was literally like it was his day off and he was like you don't have to call me bell on like you don't have to call me detective bell yeah like you can call me marcus and sherlock like, still calls him bell uh bell yeah yeah but there's one time he calls him marcus yeah fuck oh shit <laughs> i wish i knew that yeah as he's so as he's turning to leave he says i am a drug addict marcus yeah oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and that like God. stops him in his tracks and he's like you know i was also at a pathetic state uh, yeah i was i was in the the lowest place that i i ever was just yeah. like not that long ago like i i i am better now but uh, I, it took help and work and yeah yeah uh it, it's surprisingly uh 
open moment from Sherlock yeah. to, to, to Belle. Yeah. Which is to say they should kiss. Yes, exactly. Who else would, would he just say this to if he didn't love the man? No one. The only other people that know are Captain because he's not stupid and Joan because she was, that's why she was there. Yeah. That's her job. <laughs> yeah. So, and then he says, you know, I'm, I know what I'm doing with my life. Do you? Good line. Yeah. And I was watching like, no, don't ask. It's rude. Yeah, th- th- hey, that's kind of rude, all right? <laughs> I, don't, I don't care if I am 24 and I should have my life together. That's, that's not... Yeah. Shut up. Don't at me, Sherlock from six years ago. Look, di- diff- di- yeah, different people take different amounts of time to, to get to where they're comfortable in life. You you need to not be so judgmental about it. I don't care if you want to kiss yeah. me. Yeah. Right. Wait, what? I'm talking to Sherlock. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Well, I care if he wants to kiss me, because I... Um, just Sherlock, if you're listening, I, um, I'm free tomorrow <laughs> uh, evening because I'm recording a podcast. Mr. Holmes, are you free but... on Thursday? What well, I'm also free. <laughs> just letting you know that I am free on Thursday. <laughs> so now we go to, I guess the next day, Joan and Sherlock are, um, they're back on the trail. Joan is like, I don't like this idea, and Sherlock's like, What? This is definitely, um, the head of the rival like mob family's house yeah this is like, a good well, idea. i don't think our tip is wrong and joan is like no i don't think our tip is wrong i think going into the house of this mob guy of, to of like big teddy is uh I don't, know, I don't think it's very smart yeah to accuse him of murder is not a good idea without mm-hmm. backup and sherlock's like yeah it's fine yeah, it'll be fine uh yeah they're they're in this trailer park like uh, out in the middle of nowhere uh, mm-hmm. and yeah, they they visit Big Teddy. He's cooking sausages. He's got some Ooh, sausages. Yeah. Hey, bada bing. <laughs> Did you notice also that when he's talking to them, he and he's he splits a roll in half to put a sausage in. He's holding it upside down. He splits it all the way. Uh, oh, he's holding it upside down. I didn't notice that. I, I I was like, oh god, is he gonna split it all the way and then he's gonna have to like kind of weirdly wedge the sausage between it and like try to hold it? Yeah, yeah, because it's it's one of those pre-split rolls. But he picks it up with the hinge on the top, so he doesn't realize. And he pu- <laughs> just he pulls it open the rest of the way. And I'm just like, no, Teddy, you don't have no. to do that. Damn it! It's definitely not important to the scene, but it did. It's funny. Yeah, and like thinking about having to hold. I'm sorry, but your Big Teddy's gonna have some difficulty eating that sausage. <laughs> yeah, that's a two-hander now. Sorry. So anyway, um, Teddy, while he's cutting this bread incorrectly, he says, because they're they're like, okay, so do you have a cop? Um, like in your pocket, or are you happy to see me? Um, and he's <laughs> and he's like, that's a very interesting theory, but I actually no, we don't have a cop. And why would I tell you if I did? Uh, yeah, and why, and why would I tell you? Oh yeah, because yeah, he's like, why would I tell you? And Sherlock is like, well, if you tell us, we will talk to our boss to make him be nice to you, and if you don't tell us, we'll be your enemies forever. And he's like, we'll listen. Scalise came to me. He told me that he got this random packet of information, like, just dropped off to him. Yeah, just kind of out of nowhere, like, 10 days ago in the mail. Yeah, yeah. And I even told him that I don't care anymore about, you know, handsome Bobby, who gives a crap. He's been gone for 21 years. Like, Yeah, it's like, I, I already... He's not an active threat. <laughs> he's like, I, I already live. I already sleep with a gun next to my pillow. Do you think I, I really want <laughs> right. uh, handsome Bobby's blood on my hands and another, another mob war coming? No. Right, right. He's like, I don't even know how to open a, a pre-sliced piece of bread, all right? And so he's like, sorry, I didn't tell him to do it. Now we go to Belle talking to De Silva. Yes. Bella's like, 
hey, so this is like totally random, but um, Sherlock thinks the tip was like fake. Yeah. That's kind of weird, right? Yeah, that'd be kind of weird. He he thinks it was fake. He thinks that somebody whose name rhymes with uh, Shmepity Shmishner Shmishmilva <laughs> might have uh, had it. Not, not that I think that's true. I, I think that's bullshit. No. But, you yeah. know, it's. Just something he mentioned to me. De Sil- yeah, because DeSilva's like, why would it be fake? Like, who would fake that? Or like, wh- why would someone fake that? And he's like, I have no idea. I, I don't ask. <laughs> Random. <laughs> it was just weird. And he's like, and like, and by the way, this is like the kind of weird stuff that Sherlock like comes up with all the time. So I think we shouldn't work with him anymore. Mm. And Silva's like, okay, well, bye. Yeah, fine. Well, bye. I'm leaving. I'm going to leave my lo- office unlocked uh, <laughs> as I le- walk out the door. Goodbye, Belle. Goodbye. Close the, door. Close the door behind you when you leave my office after I do. Goodbye. Yeah, here, here's the key. Uh, here, <laughs> that, that, see, that's the key to the, the door. Don't get it confused with the key to my filing cabinet, the key to my desk, uh, the, the little dongle that, ha- that uh, gets access to my computer. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't, don't. Don't get them confused, all right? Just the desk, just the the front door key. Okay, bye-bye. And uh, the, that's my credit card. This is my PIN number. <laughs> just, uh, just look. Don't. D- that's not the key to my desk, my mm-hmm. door, to my office. So you, you don't need them. You'll know it's my credit card and not my door key because the number on the back is uh, 325. So that's not, my key doesn't have that. Just my credit card has that. Yeah, and it, it it expires in uh May of 2016. So like just mm-hmm. just, you know, that that's how you know it's not the key to my office. <laughs> Anyways, here here you go. Well, goodbye. I'm going to go throw my phone in the ocean for a couple of hours and be completely unreachable. So then now we're back at the brownstone and this is a great little like I like I like this little seed that's planted and then is um paid off later because I feel like some shows like wouldn't have this attention to detail. I mean, it's like a very low bar, but still. Joan says, we got to get a new pizza place. Oh, about the pizza? Yeah. She's yeah. like, we got to get a new pizza place. This place is taking forever. And Sherlock's like, oh, yeah. Do you want to watch The Godfather next too? Like you order Italian after talking to this mob boss. Like, And then the, the door rings and Joan goes to the door and it's not pizza. It's Marcus. It's not pizza. It's Marcus, and he doesn't have a pizza. He doesn't have a pizza. Very rude of him, but... He has something that's kind of shaped like a pizza. It's rectangular. That's true. It's a file. Mm-hmm. He says, hey, I got some spicy Italian information here. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, he's like, you know, I talked to De Silva, and he was really weird. It just didn't seem right to me. And Sherlock's like, well, you have instincts, Belle. It's because you're... A beautiful detective. Because you're a detective. You're very skilled, and I love you. I mean, uh, what did you find? I re- I respect your your techniques <laughs> and your handsome face. Mm-hmm. And I bet you have abs. Uh, um, that's related to the detective thing. Don't ask. Anyway, so uh, so so Belle is like, yeah, I, you know, I walked De Silva out. He gave me his credit card for some reason, and then I I doubled back to his office, and I found this, and it's this like expanding folder thing uh Mm. and it's full of files and they're looking at it and bella's like this is like a career making case this is three career making cases yeah like this is every bit of dirt on like robert pardillo senior Mm -hmm. from the last like 30 years yeah all in this one file i also uh had a kind of 
dumb moment where he was like, it's three career making cases. And I was like, there's three of them. That's perfect. <laughs> you can make all of their case, all of their careers. All their careers. Great. It's like, no, that's not what he's saying. But uh, yeah, so it's all of this info about, yeah, Bobby, Robert Pardillo that just never went anywhere, yeah. but could have put him away for you know hundreds of lifetimes uh, yeah the rest of his life and all of it pretty much all of it is from decades ago mm-hmm. except for one it is a newspaper clipping about a union election from 12 days ago mm-hmm. uh where someone has been circled and labeled our friend mm-hmm. in robert pardillo's handwriting yes so sherlock explains that this guy is candidate for treasurer for this this construction union and he's like very straight laced he's like a church grower or whatever so you know if he became the treasurer they probably wouldn't be able to you know be handing out no show contracts he's not he's not a family man he's he's not he's not a mob guy so like uh if he got put in he would uh pretty much end the pardillo family right so they're like, wait a minute. So that clipping, is that Robert Hardillo telling De Silva to like, get rid of this guy? Or at least like brush his murder under the rug when it does happen. Right, right. And then, ding dong, pizza's here. Ding dong. I just feel like other shows would maybe forget about the pizza. It, it, it's funny, yeah. It's great. I, I was and convinced he- that it was going to be like a mob guy delivering the pizza that somebody's going to get shot, but... <laughs> No. Right? It's like a mob guy and he like spits in the pizza before he delivers it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's fun. I, I don't know. I For some reason, I really like when they put banal details into the show that like are not related to the plot at all. It's cute. Yeah. It's... Like he walks over to get the pizza and then it cuts back and he's walking back with the pizza. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, they, they don't even mention it. It's just the, the door rings. Sherlock goes to answer it. Uh, and when he walks back, he's got a pizza box. Yeah. So um, so they figure out that, you know, if De Silva has all this stuff on the Pardillos, but doesn't do anything about it, and like, you know, ever since he was like a beat cop, he's been like covering stuff up for them and, yeah. um, you know, making things go away. But now, you know, they get to this recent thing and he finally, I don't know, like decides he's had enough and he gets, you know, that's why he ask for the info about where Bobby Pardillo is um, because he wants to be out from under the Pardillos. He wants to start a mob war. Yeah. He, he, he wants to get Robert Pardillo out of the way because that's the only guy who's like kind of knows his secret. So if he, if he can eliminate Robert Pardillo through some covert means he can, mm-hmm. you know, or through, you know, a full out mob war, uh, he, he can get out from under his thumb. He can retire peacefully. He can just, you know, yeah. continue in his career as deputy commissioner as one of the most powerful people in New York in the NYPD. Right. Right. Because they say, like, you know, he was a mob plant, but like he's a deputy commissioner now. So he must have at some point converted, you know. Yeah. So like he, 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 he yeah, he was a mob plant, but he's also just like. He was just good at his job of being a cop. Right. And the other thing is, like, he, you know, he not only is responsible for um, Bobby Pardillo being killed, he's also the one that sent Bell to the, you know, the oil refinery place to discover the body. So, yeah, he's on both sides of that, trying to, yeah, to start the war. And then Mm -hmm. they don't show it. But um, Bell does stick around and have pizza with them, and they have a pizza party, 
and they watch all the yeah, Godmother. They, they have they have a root they have root beer floats. Mm-hmm. And they watch all the Godfather movies. Yeah, and they stay up way too late, and they get tummy aches. Mm-hmm. And then like Joan is like, "Oh, I'm so sleepy. I'm just gonna leave the room, and you guys can just hang out and watch the rest of this movie. Bye." And then Belle and Sherlock are just left in there, and uh, who knows what they do? Mm-hmm. Just boy stuff. Yeah, no, who knows? Just boy stuff. Talking about boys. <laughs> Guys being dudes. Guys being dudes, yeah. The entirety of Montero plays. So it's the next day. Bell is at the demographics unit for his job that he works there. <clears throat> anyway, I'm really good at podcasting. I don't know if you can tell. <laughs> <laughs> so he's at the job that he works. And uh, he sees De Silva and he's like, hey, De Silva, great news. We got, po- we got Robert Pardillo. We're, we're gonna get him yeah no like we've got security footage from the construction site where they got the explosives we traced it back to it and we even got footage of robert pardillo saying yes please kill handsome kill dante because he, for me robert because pardillo he killed Sr. my son bobby pardillo jr yes yeah and de yes. silva's like oh cool uh good good job yeah that's great <laughs> He's like yeah, very casual, very convincing. Anyways, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out for lunch at the the harbor. <laughs> yeah, it's eight twenty four. It's lunchtime. Yeah, I'm gonna go and uh, catch some fish. I guess I don't know. <laughs> See, ya, don't follow me, Marcus. Right. <laughs> I want. I like to eat on my own. I don't like people watching me while I eat. If two guys come up, it'll scare the fish. No one will. None of them will bite the bait. Yeah. So yeah. So um. Pardillo Sr. is on his boat and he's talking on the phone to De Silva. And De Silva is like, oh, yeah, buddy, I'll be, r- I'll be right there. Why don't you go below deck on the boat? Uh, don't suspect anything. Don't worry about it. Uh, I will be right there. Yeah, go down in the galley. There's some, some good drinks in there. Hey. Yeah, go relax. Don't think about uh, what I'm doing. Go relax. Just turn your back to the opening of the boat <laughs> and don't. It just don't close your ears for a little bit. Right. Don't worry about it. If you hear a clicking, hey. it's uh, probably people tap dancing somewhere. Don't uh, don't think about it. Yeah, don't worry about it. So then as De Silva is like getting his gun and walking slowly towards the boat, we hear boop, 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 boop. Deputy Commissioner De Silva, step away from the boat. Put the gun down. Barbara Pardillo, come out with your hands up. We're not going to let him hurt you. Yeah. And yeah, and just like the f- fucking five SWAT units jump out of all the boats around and, and arrest the two of them. One of the boats turns into a giant guy who is mm-hmm. undercover. Um, yeah, that's one of the Autobots that they've enlisted. Mm-hmm. RoboCop in real life is way less cool, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, and then <laughs> I love... Okay, I feel like mob guys, when... When I do the voice and I say the silly things, it sounds really silly. But there are certain like actors that can really pull off like really kind of goofy sounding lines. <laughs> and I just love this because Robert Pardillo like notices that De Silva is there and like was about to shoot him and he goes, "You were going to take me on a boat ride? You rat bastard. <laughs> you were going to take me on a boat ride, you rat bastard. You son <laughs> of a bitch, get over here." <laughs> They're like holding him back, and he's like, Yeah, yeah just uh, rat bastard, rat bastard, so good, you rat bastard. And then I also just like the idea that he's offended that he was gonna be taken on a boat ride, just like you wanted to show me the harbor. You had, <laughs> I think he also takes offense, yeah, he, t- he takes offense that he had a, like a silencer on the gun, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so we got him, 
Woohoo! Yay! No parlor room reveal this this week. That's it. So we go to the captain's office, and the captain is like, uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay, great. Goodbye. Click. Goodbye, Mr. President. <laughs> and Sherlock's like, oh, Trump resigned? <laughs> <laughs> no. Sherlock's like, oh, he's in a minimum security prison until he dies. That's great. Good to, you know, you get, you get cable when you're. Yeah, he, he ratted on like all of the, all the guys on like mm-hmm. Robert Pardillo and a bunch of other guys. And in exchange, he got minimum security and cable in his cell until he dies. <laughs> yes. You get a TV in there. Yes. And Captain says, hey, Sherlock, like, thanks for straightening stuff out with Belle, by the way. And Sherlock's like, what? What? What do you mean? What do you mean? My boyfriend? What? I mean, not not my boyfriend, just a friend who's a, you know, a, a boy. He's a guy. Just whatever. I don't really like him that much. And he turns around and he sees that Marcus is unpacking his box of... He's moving back into his old desk. Yeah. And in fact, he he had to uh, give Detective Nash money to get his desk back. (laughs) Yes. I kind of like that because I feel like if if they hadn't done that, I or people like me who are also annoying would have been like, why do they put him in the same desk? Doesn't someone else work in the unit now too? But he's like, I just like it. I want it to be exactly like it was. Yeah, I just... I like my desk right here. This is where I put my elbow on the desk and said thank you to Sherlock and looked up at him cutely. Aww. <laughs> and Detective Nash is like, okay, yeah, that's very nice. Thanks for buying a couple bicycles for my kids. Hey. <laughs> oh. See ya. Yeah. And he's like, I actually am not going to be a police officer anymore. This is plenty. I'm going to retire on this. <laughs> he gave him He gave him $2.5 million for the desk. Damn. <laughs> Where'd you get all that money, Marcus? Damn, bro. But anyway, yeah, so uh, Joan and Sherlock leave the police station and they like kind of smile to Marcus as they leave and he mm-hmm. nods to Sherlock. Aww. He's back. The boy's back. Our boy is back. Mm. That's the end of the episode. That's the end of the episode. I am just now realizing that I did not ask for questions. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Damn. Oops. Uh, I don't really have any questions. Uh, I do, I do want to say uh, this is this is fun. I I didn't. I don't really have a lot of experience with uh, a Sherlock Holmes media before. You know, like I'd say the biggest thing for me now mm-hmm. is that uh, Great Ace Attorney came out. Uh-huh. Uh, Sherlock Holmes is a character in that, or Herlock Sholmes, as they call him. In oh the, yeah, because the Conan Doyle family is very litigious. Um, yes. And Herlock Sholmes could be anyone. Herlock Sholmes could be anyone, and the fact that the concept art gallery says that we wanted to base him off of, make like a new idea interpretation of Herlock Sholmes doesn't mean anything. <laughs> That's not suspicious at all. Um, and the fact that we also, that even in the dub they didn't change uh, the names of Tobias Gregson or G. Lestrade or, you know, uh, other such characters. It's coincidence. That's coincidence. Anyways, Great Ace Attorney is good. It's a good game, and I, I love Herlock Sholmes. He is... Uh, it's a complete... Like, he's very good at deduction and being a detective, as you would expect, but he's also kind of a, a dipshit. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, just... In Great, just, Great Ace Attorney or in this? In Great Ace Attorney. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, in this, he does seem to be kind of stupid sometimes, yes. but like he more explicitly so in Great Ace Attorney, where it's like he does have great powers of uh, observation and deduction, but like he's always like a couple degrees off. Mm-hmm. You know, like he, he will observe something about someone, but then come to the complete wrong conclusion based on that observation. And gotcha. this, yeah, this leads into you, uh, the player character, having to kind of correct his course on that. It, it's fun. Yeah, um, you get to be smarter than him. And also similar similar to, you know, Sherlock just slapping at a, a ham hawk to find out how tall the guy is. Uh, Sholmes will do shit like just, you know, drink dangerous chemicals or eat soap <laughs> just to find out what happens. Not related to the case, just wants to know. Just wants to know. Anyways, good game. <laughs> good games. Hey, where, where is that? Where can you play that? Oh, uh, I think it's on just about everything, but uh, I've been playing on my Switch. Nice. You can get both of the, the Great Ace Attorney games for about $40. Hmm. It's good. Both of them or each of them? Both of them. Uh, like, nice. the, they are together in, in one thing. Nice. Well, let's see. I just asked for questions and nobody in the last 30 seconds has replied. <laughs> <laughs> Noisespace.xyz is a, is a website. It is. And it's a hosting website where this this podcast is is on it, but aren't aren't you on it somewhere else as well? I am on it. I'm. Uh, should I plug my Twitter as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should I just say, hey, I'm Argyle. You you might have heard my voice over the last hour and twenty minutes ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Argyle underscore Funk. You can also listen to me on a couple other podcasts that yes are on Noise Space. One of them being pod of greed that's pod of greed uh it is a Yu-Gi-Oh podcast we are currently talking about Yu-Gi-Oh gx season two uh good show good show um i, I, I love that i love that podcast how far into that podcast are you like percentage wise well uh i mean yeah i guess but i also meant like episode number oh i mean Yu-Gi-Oh gx uh season two episode 30 ish is about where we're at oh my god uh and there's 50 episodes a season wow uh and uh dual monsters on its own had five seasons gx has four and i think every other one after that also has like three or four uh and there's uh seven series at this point holy crap so we're gonna be doing it for years um <laughs> we're gonna be dead before we finish Yu-Gi-Oh. no uh but you should listen to it because it's good <laughs> you should also listen to kmro fm aka kamarocho radio it is uh that is another podcast about the yakuza series of video games uh they are they're my favorite video games of all time just the series as a whole uh i do that with friend of the show jordan uh, friend of the me jordan i don't know if he's a friend of this show <laughs> friend of the show yeah yeah i don't know if he even listens or not but he's he's shouted out elemental p on on uh kyle xy yeah so. yeah yeah friend of the friend of the show jordan <laughs> it, it, that's a lot of fun we just started yakuza 3 so very cool to listen very cool what about you well i am val flight cub um i'm on twitter at flight cub this podcast is on twitter at lmnopcast on tumblr and on twitter is what i meant to say oh my twitter handle flight cub the second b uh, stands for Twitter. So um, that's an easy way to remember it. It stands for Bafangul. Hey. You can also hear me on Zero to Zero with uh, friends of the show, Gigalithic and uh, Sam from Potting Bros and uh, Kyle XY, etc. Mm-hmm. You can also find me uh, at the CBS. Sometimes I go there to buy stuff. Um, it's pretty rare. You'd, you know, you'd have to be really um, paying attention to my schedule, but 
you could find me there if, if you go there at the right time. Mm-hmm. I would like to thank uh, not only Noise Space, but also Noah Geist um, at Owl Dude on Twitter for our amazing intro song and Stellar Ghost on Twitter, which is uh, Summer Geist for our podcast art. Thank you, Summer and Noah. And I would like to thank you, Argyle, for being my lovely guest today. Uh, I'd like to thank you, Val, for being the lovely host today. Oh, well, thank you. And uh, as as we always say, this marble will keep on rolling. Goodbye. With a gun. You have to say it too, Argyle. I'm pointing a gun at you. With a gun? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. This marble will keep on rolling. Yay. What a spontaneous admission from you. Thank you, Argyle. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. She's watching the detectives. Ooh, it's so